Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Mr. Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Underworld, Blood Wars, and we will be discussing the Golden Globes. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing, man? I'm doing a lot better than how I was doing. <laughs> That's true. If you haven't noticed, Ozzy's not sick anymore. Hell yeah. Knock I'm on back. Work. I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm mean, i excited to talk about this movie because uh, it, it was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, we are definitely excited to talk about this movie um, for completely different reasons than we're excited to talk about um, the movies we reviewed on our last episode. Um, but I, I think it's definitely, there's a place for these kind of movies and these kind of reviews, and especially on this podcast. So it, it's definitely, I, I'm excited, I guess would be the word, anticipating. I don't know what would be the word for this. I don't know how to describe my experience in this theater <laughs> for this movie. I really yeah, don't. It was, it, it was, it was an experience. I did not think what happened, but... Jeez. <laughs> it happened, man. Um, We're here. <laughs> okay, so we are talking about Underworld Blood Wars. And um, man, I to, for, for a little background, I have never seen a single Underworld movie. Not a single one. I have no idea anything about this story. No idea um, about this world at all. I had no background whatsoever. Ozzy, you've seen all of them, correct? Strangely enough, I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have. So, were you expecting much coming into this movie, or no? I mean, not really. I thought this franchise died in two thousand uh, in two thousand twelve. Honestly, <laughs> I, I thought that was the last one. I was like, all right. Um, this was not gonna be a highly anticipated movie for me, especially when the trailer came out. I was just like, oh boy. And then when they released the the date of when it was coming to theaters, I was like, oh crap. Yeah. Um, January, (sighs) January is back. I'm just, I mean, I'm just disappointed that, um, the actor who played Michael didn't come back to reprise his role really, Mm -hmm. but that's mainly it. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, let's just get into this movie. Um, okay. So this is what the fifth one, correct? Yeah. Okay. So they gave me, they did give me a little bit of a kind of a prologue there. They kind of explained some of the backstory and what was going on. I still feel like there was a lot that kind of got lost in translation for me personally, because Mm. I was like, I'm not quite sure. I know what's going on here with some of these characters and some of these relationships. (laughs) With the movie, with, with the exception of the third one, because the third one's a prequel Mm -hmm. boy, um, the first the the three movies besides the prequel there's mm-hmm. always like a prologue oh there is okay yeah. okay so at least they didn't break from form there but let's start, let's talk about positives um so hmm. yeah <laughs> um, I'm gonna be reaching already here okay so performances wise there was nothing that really really bothered me performances wise I don't know you might um, disagree there. But performances-wise, I didn't really have too much of a problem with anything. Um, Kate Beckinsale, there were... Honestly, and this is one thing that really lifts the movie up for me, is her... She has moments where I'm like, why are you in this movie? <laughs> there were moments where I'm like, you are too good for this movie. Um, she has great moments that um, where she you can really see that she is acting her butt off and... I was like, why? Why is she in this movie? I really was. And I guess that's a good sign that there was a good... There was was a genuinely, at times, good performance in the movie. Um, What about you? Did you... How did you feel about the performances? I thought the performances were okay. Um, Nothing really blew me away. Kate Beckinsale is really dedicated to this character. I mean, she's dedicated a good portion of her life to this character. So, I mean, I would... (laughs) um, I mean, she really loves this character. And you can tell throughout the whole movie that she really loves this character. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's the way that she envisioned it going, the story. But you can tell that she still cares a lot about this character. Like, when I first 
you know, when I saw the first and second one, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I really like where the story's going. You know, I really like it. And then, and I like the characters. And then the fourth one happens. And, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, getting off topic here. Yeah. Um, I think the performances were pretty much solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, and this is another one that I'm like, I, I want to say this, but I'm not there because there's still some really. All right. So I'm going to say this positive with a caveat. There was some cool action in this movie. There really was. There was some cool action. But, but, and here's the caveat. It is very, very inconsistent. The rules of how the the action takes place, the style of the action, the editing of the action, it's all so inconsistent. One time, like one scene, it works great and the, it's edited very well. And, um, and then the next scene, it's so choppy and so like all over the place. Then one scene, they're like running on walls fighting and then, and then they're getting shot and like, they're fine, right? Like they're getting shot and oh man, they can just keep running and it's cool. And then the next scene, they get shot and they just die and (laughs) they are not fighting on walls. They're just fighting with swords. And it's like, that might have something to do in universe that I just don't get, but it's so inconsistent they fight with like, all types of stuff, man. I mean, but they, it doesn't make any sense. If they, if don't... they could, if they could, they they fight with bananas. <laughs> I'm not sure they would. <laughs> and but that wouldn't make sense because then they'd be fighting with bananas in one scene, and then swords in the next one, and then guns in the next one. And it's like, how, how do you fight? Like there was just so much inconsistency all over the place in the action that it just drove me insane when I, mean, I was I watching it. I don't really care how they how they fought uh what weaponry they chose it was fine uh, i just had a problem with some of the execution when it came when it comes down to the way it was shot and yeah yeah because the way it was shot it was <sighs> anyways um <laughs> um the way it was the way it was shot it was terrible but <laughs> that i mean i didn't have any i didn't have a problem with the choreography I thought the fights were fine. I think the weaponry was fine, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you have to understand, I mean, these, which is why I don't mind it. I mean, these are, then a positive I'm going to give it is the mythology because, yes. because, you know, they've, these are people that have used, you know, that they're accustomed to using a type of um, weaponry, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they're also they're they're still they're getting used to using more effective ways of mm-hmm. weaponry as well, um, and I think that's cool, mm-hmm. and especially because there's also a new breed of um, of vampires and of lichens lichens as well. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to know how to use each uh, each one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, you know, what if what if uh, you're in a gunfight and then that guy just comes behind you and just disarmed you with a gun and they have a sword like you know you know what to do you know what i'm saying yeah so um but the, it wasn't always explainable like that like honestly <laughs> there's times when like it just doesn't make any sense that's what that was my problem with it i i can get where you're, i can get where you're coming from because yeah. i mean it's it's i mean you're this is the first one that you're saying well, that's so true and, and i completely like i will keep reminding people this is the only one that i've ever seen <laughs> so a lot of my problems maybe could be explained away by the mythology, but I think that might be giving the movie way too much credit. Um, but anyway, <laughs> another positive I have is also um, kind of the mythology, the story that's there. I do think that there's an interesting world there, but this movie lays it out in a horrible, horrible way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for those of you who who saw Underworld Awakening and who are wondering, wow, well, like, what happened with, like, the humans fighting... Joining in on the war, none of that's there. <laughs> none of that's there. It's just um, not. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that there's something there. And I think the fact that you've watched these movies and you are telling me about that, that speaks to that. There is something underneath yeah, all I mean, of it the, that I am interested in, but this movie did not convince me to go back and watch the rest Yeah, of I mean, um, this movie introduced us to Bill Nye, who played Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, so mm-hmm. I, this is, this is why I kind of respect it in a sense. It's because of him. I think he does a great job in, in the, in the, in the movies that he's in, but I want to just, if, do you have any more positives? 
Um, not necessarily. I will say that there were some things that were so stupid that it was hilarious. Yes, this movie is hilarious, guys. <laughs> so, look, I, I don't even know if I can fully give it this, but I will say that if you enjoy bad movies, like, because they make you laugh, this is one that's definitely leaning towards that area that's so bad that it's good. You know, it's, I don't know if it's necessarily all the way there. Like, I don't know if it's, like, a classic horribly bad, like, it's not a Nick Cage, like, bad that it's good movie. But it's yeah. definitely in that range, you know what I'm saying? So, if you're one who enjoy watching a bad movie for the laughs, I think this was one that you could probably get into. I'll say that. That's that's my last positive. <laughs> I agree with that statement. And it's not even, it's like a backhanded positive. <laughs> so, whatever. Alright, you want to move to negatives? Getting into our negatives. Oof. Damn, this movie is so friggin' choppy, okay? And I had problems with Man is Still choppiness. Ba- Batman versus Superman. Uh... There's no comparison. There is no comparison to the amount of choppiness in this freaking movie. The way this film was edited was it's a disaster. Horrible. It was a disaster. And then some of the freaking um, action sequences just look so horrible. Like a car ran into a lichen, but that looked bad. I'm just like, that definitely needed to be cleaned up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like. There was a, some also. There's so many different storylines in this, and you're just like, it, it just didn't. It was it was like all there was so much in the movie th- mm-hmm. that did not need to be there. I completely freaking agree. Like, um, okay, this movie is. I think its biggest problem is that it it really suffers from its runtime. It really pays the price for its runtime. How long is it? Like 90 minutes, right? Yes, this movie is basically an hour and a half. It might be a little over, a little under. I can't remember exactly. It might be like 132 or something. Um, An hour and 32. Yeah, it's an hour and 31 minutes. Wow, that was close. Um, But (laughs) it... We were both a minute off. (laughs) It really suffers from that runtime because there's so much that they wanted to throw in here from a bunch of different directions. And they're just, they rushed it so, this movie is so, so rushed. Like, a lot of times when you complain about pacing in a movie, we're talking about it's too slow, right? This is definitely a movie that is too freaking fast. Yeah, like, they they just throw you into these scenes. Like, you're supposed to already know what the hell is going on. Yes. And for me, knowing this series, I'm just like, I mean, I have no idea what the hell is going on. Okay, thank (laughs) you. I was about to ask that. Does it make more sense if you know what's going on and you just answer my question in advance? It it, it really, like, it doesn't make any sense. They give you all this stuff that's happening without any context, without any buildup. And this is my biggest problem with the movie. Right, um, you have uh, this movie has about three or four, at least three major major twists. Right, there is no build up, there is no setup to these twists at all. They come out of nowhere and they don't make any freaking sense whatsoever. <laughs> They're so stupid. Like when they happen, you're just like sitting there. At least twice out of the three that I can for sure say are in there. I can't remember if there's a fourth one or not. At least twice, both Ozzy and I laughed out loud <laughs> at what happened. Because they're so stupid, the twists that happen. And they don't make any sense. They completely come out of left field. And this is kind of a symptom of what you're talking about with there being too many storylines. There are way too many things happening. And each storyline had its, had its own huge twist. And it didn't... There was no build-up. It wasn't a payoff to anything. I don't care about any of these characters. There was one where I was like, maybe I would have cared if I would have known this character more. But I didn't. And, but even then, like, the rest of them, I'm just sitting there like, I don't think any, anybody even from the f- series knows these characters, because they're new characters, I'm pretty sure. And there's these huge twists involving them, I'm like, I don't care. Like, it was so stupid. There's so many moments where I'm like, why am I supposed to care about this? I don't. And, th- honestly, it's like they kept kind of, each twist was like trying to outdo the next one. And it doesn't make any sense. And character motivation suffered because of it. Like, there's one character who's heavily involved in the first twist that you see in the movie. You're like, oh, that's supposed to be a huge thing and it's really stupid. And then later in the movie, he kind of flip-flops. And I'm still, like, sitting there like, wait, but how? I'm supposed to now care about him as a person even though he did this early in the movie? Like, 
it doesn't make any sense. It's just oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. There are some okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this scene. Okay. Because it's so it's so bad this, that it's hilarious. Yes, this okay? is one of the funny I know exactly okay, what you're gonna so say. So Theo James, Theo James, who plays David, mm-hmm. and then you have Tobias Menzes who plays Morius. So they're shooting at each other, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm over here. I'm and I'm, I'm looking at him like, damn, these are horrible shots right now. They're not even hitting nobody but the floors. That's what I was. That's what I was initially thinking. So I was yeah. dying laughing at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was a twist for me, which had me rolling at this point because they were they started to scream out loud at each other, and then bullets came out of their bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my like, gosh. What the hell? It was so stupid. It was definitely one of those moments <laughs> where I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> um and it doesn't make any sense. It literally that's one of the things I was talking about where like where why couldn't they do that earlier <laughs> in the movie? Like they're literally squeezing bullets out of their bodies just by yelling like it's like freaking Dragon Ball Z and or there's something. A, there's a scene, you know, in the beginning of the movie where somebody gets shot and then he's like, Oh, I'm injured, like, I'm, I'm going to die if I don't get this out of me. <laughs> if you just want to scream like you did yeah. later, it doesn't then, make any sense. then you um, would have been fine. Yeah. Um, my gosh, this was a hilarious movie. Um, it was so funny. It's definitely something. <laughs> and the one other scene that sticks out to me is just so stupid that it is hilarious. And I mentioned this to you before as well. Um, okay, so there's a scene where they're in the middle of this huge battle scene, which, uh, battle with bad CGI, which, okay, first of all, like, random sidetrack here, we, we, you don't need the CGI to be great in these kind of movies, right? Mm-hmm. But there were times when it was just awful. It was really awful. Um, it was real. Like, there was one time when a werewolf transformed, and I was like, I could literally see where they went over in post-production and made him transform. Like, I could point it out. Like, here's where the, here's where the digital animated starts, and here's where the real stuff starts. It's like, <laughs> like, I could, like, uh, there's the nose? Okay, yeah. It's like, like, I could see somebody drawing it, you know? But anyway, that was a sidetrack. Anyway, so in this scene, this huge action scene, Right, they kind of slow everything down and um, mute the entire volume of the action scene, just so it's two characters focusing on each other, like it's like three hundred style, right? So there's two characters just focusing on each other. Everything else is slowed down and muted. It's supposed to be this huge moment, and then, which it seems like, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like this is kind of a trope of the series is these inner monologues from these characters, right? So, uh, Kate Beckinsale's character, she says something to herself, and you can hear it, with everything else muted, and then the villain, the main villain, Morris. says something, yeah, he says something to himself, um, <clears throat> and you hear it. Then, continuing with everything else muted, they just grunt for about a minute. <laughs> yeah, all you hear is breathing. It, yeah, like, Kate Beckinsale is, is known for this movie, because she's just like... <sighs> yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> like, I swear they were just going... Back and forth, back and forth, and then they finally charge at each other. I'm just like, what the frick? Why do we need to focus in no, on but the if it's grunting? one thing that she's known for in these movies, is it's her breathing because oh she'll because if you notice, there is a sl- there's like she'll there's like you know slow motion silence. She's walking, and then all you hear from her is. Yeah, uh, dude, I know. I literally thought to myself, I'm glad you're kind of clarifying all this because I literally thought to myself in the movie, I was like. How many times have we heard grunts or little like heavy breathing in this movie? No, it's, it's so freaking it's, much. No, it's known in this series. It's okay. just like it's okay. just, every just, time it's just like every time someone's breathing, it's a it's a dramatic thing. It's just like and we're the audience is supposed to be like, oh my gosh! All right, they breathe. That, okay. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> that, that was stupid. Look, that's the extent of my complaints. Really, uh, do you have anything else that you want to say? I have one more little tag that I want to throw in there. But... What's your? I'm trying to think of like mine, but what's okay. yours? Um, the entire crux of the movie is basically her daughter and where her daughter is. I would like a little more payoff to that. <laughs> we got maybe a little something at the end, but I was like, I don't really, like, what? Like, I didn't get enough of that. I was like, I'm, I'm interested. I'm ge- I was genuinely interested. I was like, where is the daughter? I had theories, and then all of a sudden, <clears throat> like, no, like, the movie's over. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of... not getting anything there. It's kind of dumb. Um, right, my whole thing else? is just some of the freaking shots that they had in this movie... 
which is the same issue I had with uh, Fast and Furious 7. Okay. Um, because With every, the action? No, with the way it was just shot at okay. some scenes. Like, I remember when Morius enters, like, a building. I'm not going to say where, but when he enters a building, it was slow motion. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, shade. It, you know what yeah, I'm talking about? I it was, know. like, the dreamy cam, like, like uh-huh. the nightmarish type cam. I'm just like, why the hell do we need this shot? Like, why can't it just be a normal shot? Like, yeah. what the hell? And I hate shots like that. It does not do anything for the movie. If anything, it takes... Personally, for me, it takes me out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I just hated those. There was, like, two or three of those shots yeah. that happened in this movie. I was like, why are those shots yeah. even here? Like, it's it was so ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before we write this movie, I have a quick question for you. You have the cast list up right now. Yes. Who is the guy in this movie who plays Tywin Lannister on Game of Thrones? What's his name? Charles Dance. Okay, so Charles Dance. This is this is just completely side, side oh, yeah, thing. Okay, okay. I've I said this to you. About, yeah. He should have played Tarkin in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. I agree with he that. He was okay. Number one, he's a great actor. Number two, we can see we've seen before, and we even in this movie, even though he plays a protagonist, kind of, <clears throat> um, we see that he is menacing. And I really think he's got the look and he's got the acting chops. He should have played freaking Tarkin in Rogue One. You didn't need to do the CGI. It took a lot of people out of the movie. I know you didn't have an issue with it. You didn't even notice it, really. You said, yeah. Um, but I, I really think that it was a mistake to go with the CGI. This is a random Rogue One rant, but I, I just feel like they could have, even if it wasn't him, they could have found somebody. And I, I really feel like that was a missed opportunity on their part. Random side note. But anyway, all right, ratings. <laughs> Where are you at, Ozzy? I want to give this movie a five. Whoa, that's um, way higher than I am. And the reason why I'm going to give it a five is because it's so funny okay all right <laughs> um it's a bad movie don't go check it out don't run out to see it but if you're looking for a movie you know if you're having a bad day you know what i'm saying and you want to watch something stupid to cheer yourself up this is the movie for you my friends oh. this is definitely the movie for you or if you want to take your girl on a, on a bad movie <laughs> Uh-huh. Take it to this one. All right. <laughs> yeah, a movie that you don't want to pay attention to. I get what you're saying. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, fair enough. Okay, so I'm way lower than you. I know. Um, I mean, I I mean, I think my theory for your rating is probably a, like a two. You nailed it around the head. <laughs> it's a 2.0 out of 10. This is this is a 2 out of 10. It is so bad. It's bad. Um, I mean, it's, it's really bad. I mean... But... It, I will agree with Ozzy that, and like I said before, if you like bad movies, if you like laughing at bad movies, this is one that is in that area. So, have yeah, fun and with the it. thing is, and the thing is, you know, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Okay, fair enough. Could have been a lot worse. But, I mean, the thing, the, this is one random thing that I will say. Even if you do like watching bad movies and want to have fun with it, Please, please, for the love of God, go see some of these Oscar movies that are in theaters right now. Some of these limited release movies that are finally going wide. Go see some. Go see La La Land. Go see um, if Nocturnal Animals if it's still in theater. Go see A Monster Calls, people. Monster Calls, Silence. Please go see these movies. Support these movies. We want cry over here, dude. We want these good movies to stay in theaters and to make money so that we can get more good movies by good directors. So please go see those movies before you go see Underworld. Please. Just like we went to go see them before we went to go see Underworld, <laughs> and we reviewed them before we went to go see yeah, Underworld. Yeah, I mean, um, um, this, this one was... Uh, well, hopefully we'll be getting some better movies next week. For those of you who are new to Screenfellas and are trying to get into the movie buzz um, business over here, January, it's not a good month. No. Not a good month for us moviegoers. For mm. made, for like the big releases for like blockbusters, quote unquote. But because of how Oscar season works and how awards season works, you get a lot of these smaller independent movies that start to go wide. Some of these Oscar buzzy type movies that go wide, then it's glorious. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that those are the movies you should aim to go see. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the indie movies, the Oscar nominated movies. Because the silence, I mean, silence come. is silence is really good. Um, like I said, I monster calls. You got yeah. Lion. You got La La Land. La La Land. Uh, a friend of ours, All in Jake here. Hawkins. He said, everybody, I don't know if you saw this post, yeah, but I he did. was like, everybody, stop what you're doing, watch La La Land. Yeah, and I'm I was like, thank you, man. I mean, 
Um, Lana is is a fantastic movie. Um, you know, you got Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. I love it way more than you do. Oh, but, that's true. Um, but it's still in theater, so go check that out. Yeah, as well. definitely go check it out, man. Um, but yeah, we're gonna now we're gonna yeah. start with the glow the Golden Globe. Um, yes. winners. Okay, so before you start rattling off the list. <laughs> Um, my thoughts on the Golden Globes are well documented on this podcast oh boy. and on Twitter. I will not go on the rant again. If you want to hear my rant, go back to our Golden Globe nominations list or go to my Twitter because I had a recent one. Um, I th- even threw in a little Jimmy Fallon diss in there as well. Oh, um, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, never getting Jimmy Fallon on the podcast. Um, hey, hey, actually, hey, he might be on. He does that hey. um, reads mean tweets thing, doesn't he? So maybe Come he'll on, be on now, man. Jimmy, we'd have you on the show, okay? <laughs> I'd have um, you in the show as long as you have me on your show, okay? You have to do a lip sync sometime. But that's besides the point. That's besides the point. Carlos, yeah. you're taking me off track here. Um, but, but, <laughs> all I'm saying, all I want to say is that while I don't respect the kind of entity, like the award itself, I don't think it means anything just because of how the Foreign Press Association runs it, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association runs it. They do put on a good show, number one, and the the Golden Globes are good for one thing, and that is getting movies kind of out there sometimes, giving them a final Oscar push in that sense of, if something wins a Golden Globe, maybe some of the Academy voters are like, hey, maybe I should watch that, you know? So it it is good for that sense. I just don't think the award means anything. I think the award means means at least something. No, <laughs> I mean I think it does. But I mean, I mean, teach your own, teach your own. You know what I'm saying? But we will get into it. Winner for best motion picture drama is Moonlight. Okay, Moonlight. I mean, I'm not really surprised. Just, by just that. read them off, and we'll we'll talk okay. about them after. Um, best motion picture, musical or comedy, La La Land. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama, uh, Isabel Hubert, who. Who played Ellie in uh, in the movie? L. Yeah. L. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. Casey Affleck, of course, for Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, best actor in a in a motion picture musical or comedy. Ryan La- <laughs> Ryan Gosling, La La Land. Um, best actress in a in a motion picture musical or comedy. Emma Stone, La La Land. Mm-hmm. Best supporting actor in a motion picture. This is the one we're going to talk about that I'm really excited for. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Nocturnal Animals, winner. Um, Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture, Viola Davis, Fences. Um, Best Animated Feature, um, Zootopia. Best Director, um, his name is Damien Chaz... I'm pronouncing that right? Damien... uh, Damien Chazelle. Chazelle, yeah. La La Land. Uh, Best Screenplay, Damien Chazelle. Mm-hmm. Best original score, La La Land. Best original song, City of Stars, La La Land. That's actually a really good song. Best uh, foreign language film, L. Best TV series, The Crown. Best performance by an actor in a TV series, Bill Bob Thornton, Goliath. Best performance by an actress in the TV series, Drama, Claire Foy, The, the Crown. Crown. Best TV series, musical or comedy, Atlanta. You've seen that. Best performance by an actor in a TV series, musical or comedy. Uh, performance, I'm sorry, by an actor. Donald Glover, Atlanta. Best performance by an actress in TV series or musical. Um, that one is Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish. She won for that one. Limited series or motion picture made for television. The People versus O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story winner. Best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Tom Hill- Tom Hiddleston, the night manager, he won for that. Best performance by an actress in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Uh, Olivia Coleman, the night manager. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. Hugh Laurie. These are a lot of freaking Way awards. too many categories. Um, I don't even know if I want to finish all of them, but we will talk about the main ones. Yeah, we're going to stick to the main ones there. Yeah, because these... God, I don't even um, that's another problem I have with the Golden Globes. Way too many categories. I'll give um, you that, my friend. I'm tired there. All right, um, so we're going to talk... Let, let's start with the performance ones um, for movies. So, we had Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling for 
um, leads in comedy or musical. Um, look, Emma Stone. Which one did no you want to talk about first? You want to talk about Emma Stone? Yeah, let's Emma talk Stone. about Emma Stone. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, Emma Stone. To me, I mean, I know Streep is in that category. Um, yeah, yeah, you got you got. Annette Bening, 20th, 20th Century Woman. You got Lily Collins, The Rules Don't Apply, Haley Steinfeld, The Edges at 17, and Meryl Streep, Florence Foster Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma Stone, she, I mean, we've seen... It's Emma Stone. I mean, there's no yeah, competition. I mean, yeah, I mean, we've seen four out of five of these movies. Yes. Um, the only one we haven't seen is 20th Century Woman, and Emma Stone by far beats it. I mean, I'd say the only one that really comes close is Haley Steinfeld. Cause she did, fan, she did again. She did amazing in the Edge Seventeen for her character. I know you don't. I agree. don't get that buzz. I really don't understand it. I think that she comes as a close second. I know, I know you don't agree, but I think she comes. I mean, when it comes to the other nominations, I'm going to give it to her. I don't think Meryl Streep didn't blow me away this year. What? Lily Collins did not blow me away this year at all, dude. The Streep, the Streep was amazing, amazing in. Florence Foster Jenkins. I'm not gonna say that. To she me, wasn't. she was second, bar none. Like it was, it goes Emma Stone, then Streep, and then drop off from there. Um, but look, Streep, Streep was really good in Florence Foster Jenkins. I'll say that she was because she was playing someone who thought she knew how to sing. And the scenes I remember when we oh, saw it, it man. was funny. Um, I think you need to go back and listen to our review of that because honestly. I think maybe your opinion has changed over like I need uh, with to, a little I, time. Because I need to see. I need to see because I, uh, the Edge of Seventeen is more fresh in my head. So maybe if true. I watch uh, the movie yeah. uh, Florence Foster Jenkins, again, maybe um, my, my mind will change. But you agree that Emma Stone definitely is. They got it right in that. Definitely. Category. Okay. Definitely, she did amazing in uh, La La Land. She mm-hmm. is flawless in that movie, and she. It's interesting, and like you said in, in our review, I mean, she's playing an actress, and you see her doing different auditions, mm-hmm. which is awesome, and she's her own character still. Yeah. So, I think it's really cool how, how we see that as yeah. well, so she definitely deserved it for that. Okay, so we had Gosling in the lead for musical or comedy. What were the other nominees in that? Colin Farrell for The Lobster. You saw that one. I didn't get to see it. Hugh Grant for Florence Foster Jenkins. Jonah Hill for War Dogs. Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Look, I wouldn't have been pissed if Ryan Reynolds won for Deadpool. You really would? Won. You I wouldn't, wouldn't have. I wouldn't. Okay. Um, the only one I didn't see, you saw a lobster. I don't know. Yes. Was was he really he, good? he was very good. Um, I would, wouldn't have given it to him. Uh, to me, hmm, this is interesting because this is one where, as to where you would say, kind of, to me, your example, or for you, your example for this and your kind of... Um, Prime, your prime example for this is, um, oh crap, what's her name? Um, for the girl in the train, Emily Blunt. Yes. So your example for great performance in a bad movie is Emily Blunt, Girl in the Train, because you loved her performance and you think she should get nominated for that, I, correct? Honestly, I think she should have, and I don't think she was. My nominated. prime example for that, um, is Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill gave a brilliant performance, especially in the first half of war dogs and we were both not very high on war dogs um so to me i think he might have deserved it in that category i thought ryan gosling was very good in the movie but i didn't I really... again i've said this before and i'll say it again it wasn't even his best performance of the year he was much he was much better in nice guys i'm, not, have been nominated I'm gonna that. say he was better in nice guys um, but he, I, th- I still think he did a really great job in La La Land. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe Emma Stone outshined him or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I personally think he does. I, I mean, like I said, I mean, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't, I really wasn't upset that Ryan Gosling won the won this award. I mean, I think he did a great job in La La Land. Okay. All right. So you want to move on to um, leads in a drama? Mm-hmm. We doing uh, actress or actor? Uh, Let's do actress. Let's do actress. actress. Yeah. Ladies first, guys. Ladies first. We're gentlemen here. Fair enough. Um, screen fellows over here representing <laughs> the ladies. <laughs> Anyways, good best fellas. performance. Um, <laughs> good best performance by an actress. One. This is and again, I didn't see this movie. You have uh, Isabel Hubert for L. Did do you think she deserved that out of um, mm-hmm. Amy Adams' Arrival, mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain, Miss Sloan, Ruth uh, Nega, Loving, mm-hmm. and then Natalie Portman, Jackie. Uh, personally, I would have gone Jackie for uh, Natalie Portman for Jackie. I thought it was a transformative performance from her. To me, 
that's the only one that I wouldn't... Look, I would be upset if Emma Stone doesn't win the Oscar. I will be upset if she doesn't win the Oscar. <laughs> but the only one that I wouldn't be, like, super, super pissed about is if it's Natalie Portman. Because Natalie Portman, to me, is the is the clear second in that category when it comes to the Oscars. So I, I really think that um, Natalie Portman should have won that category. But I'm not happy for the reason that I said at the top. Or I'm not upset for the reason that I said at the top. The one thing, the one good thing about the Golden Globes is that it gets these lesser-known performances and lesser-known movies out there. Yeah, I mean, and I'm interested. And that is why I'm one. not happy, or that is why I'm not upset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I would, if I would have chosen somebody out of the four that I know, I would have chosen Ruth. Wow, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have gotten Natalie Portman. No. Wow, that is a shock to me. I no, know you I didn't really, like that movie as much, no, I but really, it's not, it's not that. Um, I don't know. I just Ruth's character was amazing to me. You know her strength, and you know just you know just the way that she portrayed that character. You know she she showed a lot of strength in that character. Mm-hmm. Um, showed a lot of love in that character, and I really respected that character. I really did. Okay. Not the same. You know, <laughs> I didn't respect Natalie yeah. Portman's Jackie. I mean, she was uh, she played the first lady, but mm-hmm. I just I was um, more attached to uh, Ruth Nega's, um loving. Um, like I said, I think it's Natalie Portman, clearly, but I, again, not upset because if there's one thing that it is, it, people need to see Elle, it is a great movie, it is a great movie, I recommended it before on the podcast, and I'll recommend it again right now, great movie, go check it out, find it, watch it, it's so good. People need to see Loving, it's it's a really great well, story. Well, that's true. That's I mean, people, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's, that's not another, that, that wasn't another one that was a really big release. That was a really great movie. Yeah. A really great movie about, and it's a true story. You guys should definitely check it out. It was, it was a oh, great definitely. And Joel Edgerton, he, oh, he was so good. He, getting into. Yeah, let's move into actor. He was actually nominated. Um, he did not win, but he was also not, he was nominated for uh, Best Actor in a, in a Drama, Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, Beagle Mortensen for. Captain Fantastic and Denzel Washington Fences. I mean, if I have, if I had to give it to somebody, it would have been. He, he has it's no, hundred percent. It's gonna be Casey Affleck for us. Manchester by the for the Oscars. For, to me, there is no competition. Casey yeah. Affleck is going to win every award. <laughs> he is going. He is so good in that movie. Guys, it's ridiculous. I want to see this movie again. This movie to <laughs> me was so good, so emotional. Just the screenplay itself was also amazing. I loved this movie. And oh, did, did Casey, you see the the director and writer, he was pissed that he did not win for screenplay. No, no, I saw. Uh, you could see his reaction. He was not happy. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I mean, we'll get there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, this was a great movie, and and Casey Affleck did an amazing did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. He did by far my favorite oh, performance yeah. of the year. But I mean, but you know, it's not like this year was bad mm-hmm. either. I mean, you got like I said, you got Joel Edgerton loving. He did a great job in that movie. Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge. We both agree that like that was one of his best performances. I mean, I said that it was a better performance in Silence, but not by much. And exactly. you said the opposite too. Exactly. I mean, but so he's, so he's gonna I mean, he's gonna be nominated for one of those performances. But I would not be I would not be upset if he was nominated for both. I think he could. He deserves it for both. Yeah, I mean, he's he, so good at both yeah, of those. I mean, he, he does a great job. I mean, I yeah, I'm more. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm shocked that he's that he got nominated. But I'm I'm like I'm not upset about it. Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic. He did a great job in that movie. Mm-hmm. I really like the screenplay, and I really like I love that movie. Then Denzel Washington for Fences. Look, a coworker and I were talking about it, uh, like when the movie came out. And I was just like, I really didn't like his character. And then she's just like, that's great because he's doing his job. You're not supposed to like him. Yeah, that's like, the point. I'm like, that's a good, that's a great point. And you know, Denzel Washington did a great job in the movie. Was it his best performance of all time? No. I don't think so. But he deserves recognition for that role. Mm-hmm. So I keep seeing articles that saying it's a two person race between Casey Affleck and Denzel. I wouldn't think so. I don't see that. I don't see that kind of performance wise, just quality of the performance. And I don't see that. If you look around at the awards landscape, Denzel's not winning anything. Casey Affleck is dominating. Anybody who says anybody who thinks otherwise uh, that Casey Affleck's not going to win the Oscar is fooling themselves. He's going to win the Oscar. 
I hope he does no win doubt. the Oscar. He did. He did a great job in that movie. And you guys definitely check it out. Um, let's go to best motion picture drama. Mm-hmm. Okay, nominees: Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Again, I'd say the the weaker movie here is is Lion. Yes, but um, I would not have been mad if if the other three would have won. Moonlight, I think. Definitely deserved it though. Mm-hmm. That was a beautiful film. I loved that film. I'm not um, upset about Moonlight winning. Yes, Moonlight was just a great, beautiful film. It was divided into three acts perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, the performances in that movie were, if not good, great. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was another one. I mean, I, I was I'm not upset that uh, that that Moonlight won it. I would have given it to Hell or Highwater. Out of that, out of that group, I know you would have. I know you would have. That group, I would have given it to Hiller Highwater, but I am not upset at all that Moonlight won. Um, I would have been a little kind of befuddled if Manchester by the Sea won, but that's just me. Um, or even Lion, but I think you but, need to watch Manchester by the Sea. Again, I, I do. I, I have admitted that before. I would need to watch the movie. Again. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge was a really great one as well. I yes. think. I think a lot I of think people Hacksaw Ridge deserves to be nominated. Yes. I mean, Hacksaw Ridge was a great film, and I know you guys are just like, yeah, but what about Hacksaw, Hacksaw Ridge? But Hacksaw Ridge was fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but compared to these other movies, it just it. I don't know, man. It just did not hold up when it okay. comes to comparison. I think Hexel Ridge is a better movie, but I think it's close. I really, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean it, it's close. I mean, these are really close call movies. Exactly. I mean, 2016, when it comes to Dude, nominations. I believe I have Hacksaw at 8.9 and Moonlight at 8.8. 8. So it's yeah, I mean, like, these it, are like, we're, yeah. we're comparing like. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to <laughs> movies, I mean, when it comes to, again, people were saying 2016 was a bad year for movies. You know how hard it Lots is for wrong me? movies. Yo, you know how hard it is for me to be like, oh, God, like it's, this is this is definitely a hard. These are hard decisions to make, man. because yeah. they're so it's a great good. year for movies. I think Loving should have been on here too, but I mean it wasn't. I mean if I'm if I'm gonna swap anything, it's gonna be Lion. I'm gonna swap Lion for Loving. I think Loving was a fantastic movie. Um, let's talk about best motion picture, and then then we get to our supporting uh, performances here. But best motion picture, musical or comedy, you got 20th Century Woman. Again, mm-hmm. we didn't see that. Deadpool, Florence Foster Jenkins, La La Land, Sing Street. Now we were not surprised that La La Land won. No, not at all. And because La La Land dominated the entire Golden Globes. It yeah, ha- it, broke, it now it has the record for yeah. most Golden Globes. Yeah, it broke a record. Um, clearly, the director and writer—they have talent, man. Mm-hmm. They're definitely going to be remembered. Um, but I, I really wanted to get uh, Sing Street just an award. I think that movie was so good, yeah. and I think I think it deserved it. If I'm gonna, if I was gonna choose something, I would have given it to Sing Street. Okay, I think La La Land is better. But I am so happy that Sing Street is getting recognition. And for the reason that I was happy that Elle um, won, or that the Isabel Herbert won for Elle, yes. that's why I w- it was kind of rooting for Sing Street. Because I really, really wish that Sing Street got nominated so it got more recognition. Because I really think that it deserves an Oscar nomination, but it just they the production company does not have the money to push it for the Oscars. So... I highly doubt that it's going to get nominated, but I think it deserves I it. So that's that why it gets nominated, man. I mean, oh, it's just such oh. a great movie, yeah. such a great movie. I'm I'm upset. I mean, I'm not entirely upset they didn't win because it's completely yeah. interesting. It's long. Long Land is it's, fantastic. It's an awards beast at this point. Yes. It's dominating the yes. awards circuit. Definitely. Um, and we would be remiss going back to drama real quick. We would be remiss if we did not mention the fact that Arrival wasn't even nominated in that category, which is a freaking it's shame. Freaking. It, <laughs> yes, <sighs> people, people, it's people, absurd. people. Um, for those of you who have not seen Arrival, Why? first of all, <laughs> what the hell are you doing with your lives? Honestly, we got jobs, people. We got jobs too. Go to the movies, damn! Like, like, what are you doing, guys? This is the last time I'm mentioning Arrival, y'all, in a while. Okay, Arrival. Changes the concept of alien invasion completely changes that, and it's its own unique movie, and it's so great. Amy Adams, I would not have been upset if she won. Honestly, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been, because she gives so such a great performance as well. The chemistry, I think at the time I said if there was if there was an award for best chemistry, 
at the time, I would have given it to her and Jamie Renner. They just did such, they had such great chemistry together. Mm-hmm. And it's just such an interesting movie. I mean, just trying to learn another language and the made it, and the way that they were interpreting that, that was awesome. So, so such an important movie, too. It's such, yes, such an important film. Um, definitely, these it's one of those films that really makes you value um, certain things in life. And yeah. that's, that's another thing, you know. Um, so definitely check this movie out when yeah. it comes to DVD. I don't think it's in theaters anymore, but definitely check it out when it comes to I'll be behind HBO you. <laughs> or something. Man, it's, it's such a great movie. Such yeah. a great movie. I'm really glad I saw it. All right. Um, you want to move on to supporting because we didn't go through supporting actor and actress. Yeah, let's go through our supporting uh, actress. Let me pull that up really quickly. Um, best supporting actress in a motion picture. You got Viola Davis for Fences, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Nicole Kidman Lion, Octavia. Uh, uh, nah, excuse me, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams for Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. Again, all these nominations are fantastic they all did a great job even nicole kidman and um, michelle williams with a small i mean those two had really small screen times but they had such a great performance that they made it on time that they Mm -hmm. made it to best supporting actress but it's not to me viola davis it to me the two runner-ups in this movie were definitely naomi harris and viola davis because naomi harris was God, she gave such a powerful performance as well. Um, you know, if I'm going to choose a third one, mm-hmm. it's going to be Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures. But those those three those three gave powerhouse performances. Yeah. But Viola Davis definitely won it for um, Fences, and and I'm not uh, and it, I'm not upset yeah. about it. Um, honestly, I, yeah, I don't think it's a runaway for anybody. I wouldn't be upset or surprised that any of it with for anybody that wins this award i don't to me the only one that really stands out is michelle williams i just don't think she had enough screen time i really don't but i don't you think can disagree i don't think i don't think nicole kidman had enough screen time either fair, i mean because to me they both had the amount of time the same amount of time honestly yeah fair. um i think the thing that kills it for you is that michelle williams was used in the flashbacks but maybe um to me she just she still just gave an overall powerhouse performance, which is why she's even getting nominated. I think she's getting you know nominated for one scene, <laughs> and I, I think that it's completely understandable that she's getting nominated for that scene because it's the best scene in that entire freaking movie, and yeah. it's the scene that's on the freaking poster because it's so good. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a great scene. There are many great scenes in that movie. Carlos Carlos never have a debate in this movie. Something. Um, yeah, but, we will. Um, but um, anyway, Viola Davis. I, I to me she is. If I had to predict one. She's the one who's going to be a nominee and probably win um, the Oscar. But Viola Davis, definitely not surprised at all she, that she won there. Definitely, definitely, uh, definitely. Right. Let's get to actor. Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture. Mahershala Ali. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry if I butcher your name, man. If sorry. I ever meet you, just tell me your name. I'll pronounce it right. Jeff Bridges, Heller Highwater, Simon Helberg, Floris Foster, Jenkins, and Dev Patel for Lion, and then Aaron Taylor Johnson, who is the winner. And a lot of people were actually surprised. Oh, there was a lot of buzz on online about this. Um, I am I've, not upset. Am I, I know I, you're I think, not upset. I think I'm in the minority here, yes, which I know definitely. I am. But people, I, I don't want to say this to you, because I, and I've said this to you like multiple times. You're like, okay, okay, okay. Yo, it took me a second to even say... Yo, is that Aaron Taylor Johnson? I, I didn't then, recognize I, it until even I, after you, the movie. You didn't even know it was yeah. him until after I told you. And yeah. you were like, what? And I was like, yeah, dude. He, this is such a, from the from the different things I've seen in him, seen him in Kick-Ass, mm-hmm. Godzilla. Um, I've seen him in Avengers for Quicksilver. This is by far his best performance. It's, I think he. To me, it's the only time he's ever impressed me. I know you'll you're disagree. Ridiculous, but, but anyway, time he's ever impressed. Me. Um, you're ridiculous, but anyways, um, this guy just p- continues to prove <clears throat> people wrong. Um, I think honestly, I think he deserved it. I really think he deserved it. Those of you, and the reason why I think people are n- not giving him enough buzz, you guys have not seen Nocturnal Animals. Well, Nocturnal Animals is such a great movie. I'm I'm pissed off that freaking um what's his name Jake Gyllenhaal didn't even get nominated yep. for best actor, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He that him within himself did a fantastic job in that movie, 
Michael Shannon, again, you, I mean, I think if I'm going to choose somebody, Aaron Taylor Johnson over Michael Shannon, that's just me. That's a bold statement. But again, but Michael Shannon did a fantastic job. I mean, the story mm-hmm. is such a great, that yeah. movie was so good. Um, so a lot of people missed out on that movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people missed out mm-hmm. on the movie, which is why, um, you know, it's it's going to be, it's going to be shut out. I mean, you got Jeff, I mean, Moonlight mm-hmm. was to me, a really, you know, you know, Moonlight was advertised better than Nocturnal Animals. That's true. Hell or High Water. You got Jeff Bridges. You got a strong cast in, in uh, Hell or High Water. Mm-hmm. Um, Florence, Florence Foster Jenkins in line. I mean, I mean, for me, these movies were better advertised than Nocturnal Animals. Um, and I think, I don't think Nocturnal Animals um it was in theaters as, as much as long as as these movies were anyways yeah. honestly so i think people missed out honestly um okay i have a couple of things to say about this category number one <clears throat> as i've said before for a couple of these these other categories i'm happy that aaron taylor johnson won in the fact that more people will be pointed to nocturnal animals go what's that and win it number two i think this points to a problem with the hollywood foreign press association because I, you could say that maybe that because this movie is directed by Tom Ford, who is obviously very wealthy man, and obviously um, he designs a lot of the clothes that a lot of the celebrities and maybe some of the members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association were wearing for the Golden Globes. Maybe there's something there. No, okay, but okay, I'm but, just, okay. But wait, but, 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 hold wait, on. Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Okay, go ahead. Let me finish. Go ahead. I'm not saying that. That's that's all I'm saying for that. That's all I'm saying for that. But I'm not going to disagree with you that I think he definitely is someone who should get nominated. I will. I agree with you there. I'm just saying that that's there's a branch of my problems with the Hollywood Foreign Press. Okay, but if that was but if that was even the case, then Jake Gyllenhaal definitely should have been nominated. Okay, but they're not going to nominate three people for the same movie, which is, Wait, okay, it's but they absurd. did they did for for freaking um yeah, yeah I well, know and I know, but they're not going to nominate three people like it's not because then the entire awards the entire nominations will be from like three different movies and they're not going to do that. So I'm not look I'm not saying that that is definitely okay, that the problem. Any sense? Since Lala has a freaking nomination for basically mostly every category. I know, but if they did that for every single great movie, then the entire nominees list would list would be from three movies. So that's all I'm saying. But w- listen, listen to me. You're not listening at all. I'm listening to you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> if you see Ozzy is like shaking right now. <laughs> no, because I think because. Um, for me, he honestly deserved it, and yeah, for me, well, and no, I'm, not I'm not saying he no, didn't I'm not saying that you did either. I'm just talking <laughs> about other people. Shh, listen, you're, you're not listening to okay, me. Okay, go ahead, bro. Okay, but this is bad podcasting <laughs> right now because we're just yelling at each other. All right, so okay, I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. Okay, okay, all right, awesome. okay. Now, and to back up my other point uh, about Tom Ford and just the reason. This is also the Foreign Press Association, and he is a foreign director. That, that also plays into it as well. Just saying. And um, they, when my issues with maybe people getting paid off with the Golden Globes stretches far beyond, far beyond just Nocturnal Animals, number one. And number two, it wouldn't be for the nominees. Nominees, it's a whole different association. It's or a whole different issue. When it's once they're nominated who wins that's when i think some of the issues take place so your whole point about then everyone would from nocturnal animals would have nominated that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about who won so but to to branch off aaron taylor johnson i think he was great i do i personally think that it was the best performance in that movie like do i think it was better than michael shannon no and i think a lot of people i would have I probably would have, if we did a Twitter poll of people who watched the movie, I pro- I'd probably win that one. But that that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> just That doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying that for, for my own personal self. I think a self. lot of people overlook his performance That's true. in that movie. I, I agree. Because I agree. he gave, arguably, which I will agree with you here, the best performance of his career. Yeah, that definitely because he did such a great job in this movie. So I'm definitely going to defend I'm going to defend him. Yeah. Through the years, if I have to, for his freaking win, for his uh, winning the Golden Globe, because well, I think he did a fantastic again, job. Again, I don't think it means anything, but I think it points to it points to Nocturnal Animals, which is a good thing. So I'm happy for that. Definitely, definitely most agree. people, and this is something that uh, this was what Twitter was a buzz about. 
This isn't what, and I was I was on Twitter during the Golden Gloves. This is what people are freaking out about. Most people are saying that Marshall Ali should have been nominated, or should have won, or should have should have won. That's what I meant. Sorry. I am not against that. If he wins, I will not be angry, and nor I will will I be surprised. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. I think he definitely is a major contender. I don't think there's a clear cut winner in this category at all. Um, so I, I'm not going to be surprised. I'm not going to be angry about a lot of these. Yeah, people. I mean, and like I said, in the, when we discussed our our predictions, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been upset if he won either. I think Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. I think he's had a great year in general for oh, Hidden yeah. Fingers. He was really good. Mm-hmm. This movie for Moonlight again, he did. I wanted in our review. I said I wanted more of him. Yeah. Um, and Luke Cage. One of my biggest negatives is that. You know, his character wasn't there long enough. Yeah. Um, so he's a very talented actor, and I do think that he's been doing a, a great deal of amount of work this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm going to give the edge to somebody, it's going to be Nocturnal Animals for um, for Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Out of but this group, I would probably give it to him. But again, I don't think he was the best supporting performance in that movie. I think Michael Shannon. So, but, but whatever. All right, so All right, let's go to. I mean, do you want to just wrap it up there? Because we we let's just we're do, running pretty kind of long here. Let's just do best uh, director, and then we can okay. do best screenplay, and then that could be it for for there. Okay. So best director is Damien Chazelle. That's who won. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Damien Chazelle, mm-hmm. Tom Ford for Nocturnal Animals, Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge, Barry Jenkins for Moonlight, and then Kenneth uh, Loggergan for Manchester by the Sea. Look. All these directors did a fantastic job in the movie. Um, if there's going to be one, I'm going to dock down a few points. It's going to be Tom Ford just for the intro, though, because the intro was really weird. Carlos, I was just like, what the hell are we watching? Did we, did we walk to the wrong movie? Um, other than that, if I had to choose, I probably, it would have been between the Damien. Barry and uh, Kenneth. So I mean, I'm not really mad that either mm-hmm. of those uh, either of those winning would have been fine for me. Um, yeah, I am not upset of, at all about um, Damien Chazelle. I'm really not. Um, I think he's definitely made, like again. I think he's got a good chance of the Oscar. Uh, I would personally definitely has a good chance of the Oscar. I would personally give it to Tom Ford myself, but mm-hmm. I. Not sure. Uh, I'm not angry about Damage Cell at all. I love that movie. Um, yeah, I mean that that's that's gonna be a that musical is going to be a musical for you know classic. That's that, that movie to me is gonna be a classic movie mm-hmm. for the years to come. But oh, yeah. uh, let's get to best screenplay, which is gonna be our last category yep. for today. Best screenplay again. He won. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damien Chazelle won for La La Land. Tom Ford for Nocturnal Animals. Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. Kenneth Lagerman for Basically, it's basically the same, um, the same screenplay, except the only one who, the only one who, um, the only difference is uh, Hell or High Water. Um, Hell or High Water was nominated for a screenplay, correct? Yes, by Taylor Sheridan. Yes, um, that to me is, I I don't know if you would agree or not, but I said this when when we first reviewed the movie. That this screenplay was going to get nominated for best best original screenplay, mm-hmm. and I still 100 percent believe that, especially with this Golden Globe thing, because I think that's going to continue to push it forward. Do you think? I wait. think it deserves to win. Okay, I think Heller. Uh, I I understand if uh, I completely understand and will not be angry if um, La La Land wins because the music, and everything, it's just it's so uh, up large scale, you know, that I completely get it, but. I, I think Heller Highwater's script was just so incredible. Um, the dialogue in that movie was just brilliant. If I'm going to give it to two f- films, it's going to be Tom Ford and Kenneth Logan. That's Logan. a fair one. Tom Ford is a fair one. And Kenneth Logan from Manchester by the Sea. Again, I know you disagree. Yeah, I but, definitely disagree with the screenplay. Um, you are in the minority when it comes to this, though. <laughs> when it comes to the amount of love. I mean, a lot of people did love Manchester by the Sea. That's true. You're more the... The, you're more than towards the I, I don't know. I just listened to another podcast from the Schmoes YouTube channel, and um, they had five different people on there. Not a single one of them had Manchester by the Sea on their list. I, so I'm definitely not like. I mean, I, I know I'm in the minority, but I don't think it's like a huge. Mi- like I don't think it's a very small minority. I think there's definitely like a 
it's a closer it's closer than I think you you think. I'm just saying. No, I won't disagree. I won't disagree with that statement. I think there are definitely some powerful lines in Manchester by the Sea. I mean, there. That's true. There's some powerful. There's some powerful dialogue in there, and I'm, you know, it, I was always, I was, I was almost there. I'm just like, oh god, I gotta hold back, <laughs> I gotta hold back. Um, but um, again, I'm not upset that he won for uh, the Damien Giselle won for La La Land. No, yeah, um, not at all. Definitely had it's some hard to argue. music. Yeah. That's some great music, but all right. Um, we were going to do kind of, we were going to talk a little bit about some of the other kind of awards that are releasing their nominations and stuff, but I think we'll push that back till our next episode because we're just running kind of long here. We hit the hour mark and we don't want to go way over anymore, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so <laughs> we'll, we'll push that back to maybe our next episode. Um, because the Oscar nominations are creeping up on us. They're getting ever so closer. We're about two weeks out from the Oscar nominations being released. Um, I tweeted right after the Golden Globes. I said, the real awards take place on in February 27th or 28th. I can't remember when. Yeah. Maybe 26th. And the nominations are released January 24th. The real awards. <laughs> so if you are, care about that at all, that's when. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna be talking about a rat. <laughs> we're going to have Razzie in an Oscar episode. Oh, we will. Based, so oh, we definitely. Be on the, on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, you want to do recommendations? Yeah, man. You go first. All right. So my recommendation, I... Look, I'm I'm probably notorious for repeating my recommendations all the time by accident, and this time I'm going to do it on purpose. So I'm doing it on purpose because I just finally, finally, I've been putting off catching up on the show for a while because I just haven't had the time, but I finally caught up on it. Vikings. This show is so good. Um, man, Vikings is the most underrated show on television. If you want, you love, the one thing you have always praised about The Walking Dead is the character development. They, in Vikings, just recently, in the last episode that I watched, and the last episode that I was on, they had flashbacks to season one, and this is only, this is only season four. Only season four. And these are, like, most, for the most part, ten episode seasons. Except this last season is twenty. So, this is only flashing back four seasons. And Ragnar, the main character, is so freaking different in this season than in the first season they had flashbacks i'm just like oh my gosh i didn't even notice that he changed that much (laughs) he is so different i'm telling you this show is so good you will grow attached to characters even when you don't think you're growing attached to them and they deal with a lot of different time jumps where they will jump 10 years in the future and they do it so well and you're just like oh this works seamlessly I think the show is brilliant. It's so underrated. Um, it is Game of Thrones light, but in a not in a bad way. Do I mean that at all? So highly recommend Vikings. Okay. Check it out on the History Channel. And don't let that turn you off because it is so good. All right, all right. Um, what do you got, Ozzy? My recommendation is. Eddie the Eagle. We we could we, keep going on this one, but we could keep going on this one for definitely for days. I think it's okay. I think it's actually really good. Um, I think the performances in this movie are what make this movie fantastic. I think the soundtrack too is unique. I really like the soundtrack I actually. <sighs> Look, I'm not here to debate. I'll let you go on your recommendation. Go. <laughs> go. Anyways, um, I think that. Uh, Taron Edgerton and uh, Hugh Jackman, I think they have great chemistry together. Mm-hmm. From the scenes that they are in, they have great chemistry together. You and at the end of the day, this the movie has one goal: root for root for Eddie. And you really do root for Eddie. You feel Eddie's pain, and you root for him. I would hang out with Eddie. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely I hang out with Eddie. Hearted. I just um, don't think there's any other layers to it. But that's um, my sorry, sorry, keep interjecting. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're gonna have a debate about this movie one day, guys. <laughs> We're gonna have a debate against about a lot of movies. Anyways, I'm thinking about titling this episode "The Great Aaron Taylor Johnson Debate." <laughs> if that's the title, and you know that oh, from boy. in the future, I've succeeded. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, definitely take this movie out if you're looking for a inspiring movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. a recent inspiring uh, that's movie. That's definitely one um yeah. way I would use to describe it. It's inspiring. It's, yeah, it's definitely and it's a true story. So definitely check it out guys. Oh, definitely. All right, now Carlos, where can people find you on social media? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram all at cherry456. You can find my um 
hot takes, uh, hot golden gloves takes, and you can find my random um, rankings of things. The other day I tweeted out a ranking of the great um, year for soundtracks we've had this year, movie soundtracks. Mm -hmm. I tweeted out a little ranking of that, the top five movie soundtracks of the year. Um, So I just tweet out random things all the time there, so definitely check out my Twitter. Definitely check that out, guys. Um, Also, you can find me on Twitter at CastroOzzy, and you can find... Um, my Instagram at Ozzy Cray, mm-hmm. and also check out our YouTube channel, guys. Yes, we got some YouTube pretty channel. great stuff coming out. We had a Jesse released a nine minute, uh, like, uh, like a Star Wars book kind of recap where he told yeah. you all the things ha- that happened in Star Wars Bloodline. So definitely check that out. And then also, I want to make a quick announcement. We will be having a most likely, and if everything goes according to plan, we will be having a very very cool guest. On the next on next week's episode, a week from this episode coming out, there will be an episode with this really cool guest. So definitely be keeping your eye out for the next yeah. episode. Um, I'm very excited for this um, episode coming Def- out. Definitely, in a guys. week from this one. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're really excited. We are making moves on it all <laughs> thanks to you guys. <laughs> All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on Google and iTunes. Um, also, check us out on YouTube, guys. We have some great stuff coming out for you guys. Um, like, like we just said, we've got a lot of great YouTube videos there. Guys, this is Screen Fellas. Screen Fellas.